Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. All right. How about that cigar? Redo. False, How about that cigar? False start. That's all right. It happens. I'm on the uh, other side tonight. I'm, I'm all confused. He's all confused. He's all nervous. It's all good. Uh, guys, welcome to How About That Cigar Live, episode 192. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. We appreciate it very much. This is episode 192. We are here in the Corona Cigar Studio. And uh, as you can see, my lovely assistant, Justin, is here live in, well, he's always live in studio, but he's live like. Like in the flesh, in on the, the camera, it, like. Yeah. I don't know what's going to go on. So <laughs> I, I'm kind of nervous. Don't be nervous. Okay. Don't okay. be nervous. I promise to be gentle. Ooh. And you won't, you won't feel a thing. Don't go there, Matt. Not in front of everybody. <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, so uh, real quick. The, you know, we normally talk about a little bit of sports stuff and I know, you know, Justin's not the biggest sports guy really, but so we, uh, you know, the football season's over, uh, spring training is underway, which we're very happy about for those of us baseball fans. So, so thank God spring training is underway. Um, and we, you know, it's early, so we're just excited that baseball is happening again. Um, the Minnesota wilds, found a way to drop from number three to number four. Um, they, we knew that they could do it, you know, that they could not hold on to that number three spot. Uh, basically it happened when they lost to Colorado. So cheers to our friends at cigar dojo for your just horribly terrible Colorado avalanche beating our <laughs> Minnesota. No, it's, they're, they're, they're a great team. Um, we were just very sad to fall to number four. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, and we're we're looking ahead to, you know, the next few days up here in Minnesota. We're, we're, we're trying to see what's going to go on with this storm that everybody's raving. It's going to be the top five biggest snowstorms in history in Minnesota. Yeah. The, and we're supposed to go to TPE it's be, on Wednesday yes. morning. So we're, we're, it's, we're gonna it's being billed as snowpocalypse. <laughs> yep. Um, we're hoping that that. Uh, that it's been greatly overblown because we we're supposed to get on a plane Wednesday morning. Uh, and we did some, some scrambling today, trying to change travel plans. It just was not in the cards. So we're praying for the storm to shift and go somewhere else so that we can still get on our plane Wednesday morning to go to or, TPE. Or at least just give us a little break. So the yeah. tarmac can get cleared and yeah. we can fly out safely. And it's all we ask. It's all we ask. It's all we ask. Um, so it's, you know, we're going to see how it goes. Um, but it's, we're, we're glad to be back. We had a week off, uh, Valentine's day week. We're recovering, you know, starting to, uh, get over, uh, coronavirus part two. Part two. Me and uh, we, 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 we hang out together. We get COVID together. We're COVID brothers. Now we mostly feel better, I mean, but yeah, you know, it's, we're still learning our, we're retraining our taste buds, how to taste cigars and, and, and beverages. I, and I do foods. have to say that this house blend from our guests tonight, there you go. Tastes pretty freaking good go. right now. So I, I'll, I'll give you guys that it, it is tasting. We're well, we're yeah. going to be in this to win it tonight. And I, I don't think I can put a, a negative 
taste factor out on the we're right on the verge where we're starting to be able to taste things again so that's exciting uh but i say we get get on with the show and welcome our guests to episode 191 and on how about that cigar live special guests are brought to us by our friends at drew estate they are proud to announce the all-new acid cigars cuba riety three-pack specifically designed to both broaden the palate of acid cigar enthusiasts and expand awareness of the full Drew Estate product portfolio. The Kubariety three packs also present the on-the-go consumers with tremendous value. For the price of two acid Cuba Cubas, purchasers receive three cigars in total with a free undercrown shade cigar included in the pack. The specially selected cigars inside the Kubariety three packs are all Robustos and are packaged inside resealable fresh packs with Bovida humidification pouches to ensure they remain fresh until they are enjoyed. The Acid Cuba Cuba is a bestseller for its smooth and sweet taste and captivating blend. Another one of Drew Estate's most popular cigars under Crown Shade is mellow with expressive flavor, striking the ultimate balance of Nicaraguan tobacco's earthiness and the silky smoothness of Connecticut Shade. With an MSRP of $21.90 per pack, the Acid Kubariety packs from Drew Estate will be available nationally beginning in late February at the TPE trade show. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please put your hands together and welcome to episode 191 of how sorry 192 of how about that cigar live griff and dave what's up cheers guys to the show gentlemen god the boys are popping off in the chat too already Uh, it it looks like old days already yeah everybody's (laughs) here tonight (laughs) i felt like i wanted to run 10 miles after that intro song (laughs) yeah me too yeah you guys got i was getting amped in the green room. <laughs> oh man! I saw yeah, you we, uh, your bottle of bourbon. We're we're learning. Yeah. You know, we got new buttons just about every week. It's like I add new new stuff for Justin to click on, and Justin, <laughs> if, if one of these days, Justin's going to be like, "I quit." Uh, no, if you keep adding buttons, I'm done. So <laughs> yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. You did great, Justin. You did great. Hey, you did great. You did well, great. hey, we're pumped to be here, guys. Thanks for having yeah. us on. So let's start with Griff. If you would, please let us know where you're broadcasting from and what you are smoking and drinking with us. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location in the United States. Love it. Uh, nope, just kidding. Greenville, South <laughs> Exactly. Greenville, South Carolina. And Dave's giving me shit because he thinks I'm being held captive in a garage somewhere. I am in a garage. Okay. Uh, it's the cleaner side of the garage. And Dave and I are going to both smoke the same thing. We were thinking about smoking House Blender Navidad. But we are going to smoke um, a blend that we requested from the one and only hostos Fernandez from La Isla. Let's just call it GD3 for the sake of it. And uh, so I have no idea what to expect. I'm expecting it to be quite tasty, but uh, excited to smoke it along with you guys. And I know Justin has got house blend ripping. Yeah, sure. Right on. Dave, what are you smoking and drinking? So I'm smoking same thing. GG3. Uh, this is actually fun because neither Griff and I have smoked this yet. So instead of us having to do like a Google meet when we smoke through samples, we're just going to do it live on the show. Uh, but I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, also in my garage, just with the world behind me instead of a a white wall. And I am drinking, um, the second whiskey release from Griffin, pick release from Griffin Dave, uh, which is a 95, five straight rye whiskey, uncut unfiltered 
barrel proof uh, from our good friend Jared at the Barrel King. That's this is coming out in December, uh, but we also have to uh, work on a cigar to release with it. So we're just knocking killing birds with one stone here and drinking and smoking, having a gay old time. I love it. I love it. Uh, Justin, we do that well. Justin's smoking the house blend. Yep, definitely got the house blend here tonight. Look and, uh, at that. Look at that. Gosh. With a, a 1919 root beer, Ooh. as always. That's what we do on the show here. <laughs> that is like the house The house NA beverage yeah. here. Is, is, it's either that or the, the, the root beer from local uh, Lift Bridge Brewing Company. Lift Bridge is they, great. They, they yeah. make great beer, but I they know. also make a great Suspector root beer. Spectre is pretty good, yeah. too. That's got yeah. a good one. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to fire up my cigar in a minute here with the, the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam, but I want to let you guys know I am drinking... Uh, this was a, a store pick from uh, 1010 Washington uh, Liquors here in Minneapolis, uh, Wilderness Trail. Uh, uh, it's a really this was a really nice pick. Uh, great. Price I hear glazed pick. donuts about those. And it's 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 it is delicious. Uh, I don't have a ton left in the bottle. Um, this bottle see that. very very good to me recently. Uh, mm-hmm. Comes in at 109 proof. So, uh, but it's not it's not too hot. It's just. It's yummy. I love it. And the rye was, they had a rye pick as well, which was not as good, but, but this bourbon is mighty tasty. Wilderness Trail puts out some hitters. It's kind of mm-hmm. just a, a up and coming distillery that's putting out some fantastic bourbon. Yeah. After I tried this bottle, I'm definitely going to seek out some more picks. Uh, just, you know, because you never know. You're going to find one sometimes that's just really going to, going to fall right where your palate needs it to be. So, and this one did for me. Um, so let's, uh, before we get into our questions, I'm going to fire up, uh, the Navidad. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. I was, I was going to fire up the house blend, but I was like, nope, I, I want to mix it up. So I'm going to fire up the Navidad. Okay. Uh, and Actually, that'll go uh, great with your whiskey pick. Oh, fantastic. I love that. And I'm going to do that via the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam. When lighting your cigar, it's important to pay it's important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. You're doing great. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka, Dunbarton Tobacco, and Trust have become known for. From Sombra Mesa to Umbagad, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. That was fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful Matt, job. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a toast, brother. If I've ever seen one, I was I had to be because the camera angle the camera's upside down, so it's like if I, I move the I move the cigar, I'm like, oh shit, I moved it the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, beautiful fingernails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The finger the fingernails are not not in the greatest shape. So I gotta ask because uh, my lost interest wants to know if Griff's wearing shorts. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve Wood, I am, I am, buddy. Everything's Good keeping TV. under the table. And, Steve uh, Wood, don't you worry, uh, buddy. Don't you worry. Oh man, oh the cigar right off the light is very nice. I'm gonna take a little sip of bourbon, get the get the mixture going. Navidad hey, fun, is such fun a fun fact, a fun Matt. cigar. Uh, when you take that band off, you will see at least half of the guys commenting on here's names on the inside of that band. No way. Because most of the guys on this chat are literally who have built the Griffin Dave brand and have supported oh, wow. everything we've done. And when we released Navidad, we put, um, I think it was the first 10 orders, because that was <laughs> that's all there's room for. First 10 orders, um, yeah, their names on, on the back of the band. 
Oh, nice. Yep. I love that. Well, and I love the fact that we've got, you know, that you guys have a great following and, and that is, that really shows right now in the comments because we've got a ton of a, a flurry of activity in the comments right now. And we love that because it really shows the vibrancy of the cigar community and, you know, people actually care and, and want to learn more and want to just kick back, have a good time. And yeah. at the same time, maybe learn a little bit about something and find some new products out there that they can get a chance to try. So man, cheers to that. I, I love it. Yeah, the comments are blowing up tonight. So fantastic. I love that. Love that. Um, so I want to jump right in uh, and we'll, we'll mix it up as far as who goes first on, on questions. But uh, you know, we definitely love getting people's origin stories, you know, finding out how they got into the hobby, how they, how they developed a taste for cigars and, and, and things like that. So uh, Griff, why don't you start us out and tell us about your first cigar and uh, how that kind of uh, how that kind of led to the hobby becoming a, a career? You know, it's a pretty interesting story. I wish it was something spectacular and very interesting, but it's it's absolutely not. Um, it started back in college. I went to University of South Alabama with Dave. We were tour guides. We were go Jags. We were tour guides together. We were roommates together. And now we're doing this together, which is just amazing. Um, I'll keep the 30-minute story to about two minutes. I was not with Dave during my first cigar. I was with a couple of buddies, and we were walking the storm drain under the intramural fields. And word on the street was, you got to go check out these drains. You got to go, like, saying this out loud, I'm like, we're a bunch of idiots. So <laughs> we, we find the, the gate, the gated entrance to the storm drains and say do not enter we enter and these storm drains are probably five feet tall four or five feet tall by maybe four or five feet and we get inside the drain and that's when we light the cigar which i'm like that's also probably not the smartest idea because there's no ventilation down there uh but i light an acid cuba cuba that was my first cigar nice at the time i loved them currently i do not and yeah. <laughs> we just started walking down we started walking down for 10 or 12 minutes, getting this massive box, more drains, pop our head out. We find ourselves in the middle of the intramural field. Uh, it's just like this story is so crazy random. I don't know why we were under these soccer fields. I don't know why we were smoking cigar. It's usually you want to be on like a porch or a cabin or yeah. on the side of a mountain. But we were in a, you know probably a sewage drain of some sort. And uh, so that was the story of my first cigar. We then started smoking pipe tobacco. Dave and I would have a, a, a pipe on the porch uh, with a cup of coffee and all of life's decisions would be made currently. Uh, we were 90. We randomly one day said we were going to drive to Orlando the next day and go to Halloween Horror Nights. So that's what we did. We skipped oh. class and at 6 a.m. started driving to Orlando and did Halloween Horror Nights for 12 hours and drove right back. Um, so it was a combination of pipe tobacco and at the time acid cuba cubas and for me and didn't know anything about cigars slowly started getting into it dave was big into coffee as he still is now i had just gotten into coffee this past year and everything kind of progressed there which was to, uh, what seven eight years ago dave yep um so as boring as that story is that's the truth um under the intramural fields with the acid cuba cuba with phone <laughs> flashlights just looking for stuff and we honestly that's not a boring story at all that is outside of the box i mean typically it's like 
Uh, I went golfing with some college buddies. Exactly. Of course, I went to you know, backwoods or something. Yeah, or or we were fishing. Puked <laughs> my guts I, out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I had a black and mild when we went fishing or something like that. Right, so right. that's exactly. yeah, storm drains and and flashlights. Yeah. That's yeah. outside the box. I dig it. It was fun. Um, now there's currently a football stadium on on top. So I don't know if oh. the drains are still there. It would be fun to go back. But um, that was kind of the revolution or the initial cigar kind of uh, journey for myself. Nice. What about you, Dave? Um. Griff's is way more like exciting than mine. I just, I literally was, I was scrolling back on my Instagram while Griff was talking and believe it or not, if this show was yesterday, it would be exactly 11 years since my first cigar, which is kind of crazy. Um, February 19th, 2012. Abo classic Corona Gorda. It looks like, uh, was my first ever cigar. I, my dad always smokes cigars with like friends whenever we go on vacation on the beach or whatever he was, he had a cigar. His buddies would come over from time to time to time and smoke a cigar. And so, um, I just remember growing up being like, man, that always smelled so good. I loved going into the tobacco shops with him, getting like the, like bubble gum cigar growing up as a kid. And I was like, the day I turn eight, this is back when you could be 18. The day I turn 18, I'm smoking a cigar. So I went into uh, a cigar shop in South Florida where I'm from and, uh, asked for recommendation. And the guy was like, Can I, do you have an ID? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure his quote was, I'm sure I have boxers older than you. And uh, so he <laughs> sold me a single Avo, gave me a cutter and a box of matches, told me what to do. And I went home, sat outside uh, and smoked my first cigar. And then I was, I don't know that I would say I was hooked from my first cigar, but I started, I tend to like get, go down these rabbit holes and get really, really into things. Um, whether it's coffee or bourbon or cigars and um, slowly I would say like as like college approached um, I was always the guy that like had cigars in my dorm or my apartment and just started smoking more and more found brands like Luzione and Warped that mm. really like showed the behind the scenes a little more yeah. and um, I learned about back then Casa Fernandez um, or Aganorsa tobacco and um, smoked a, a warped hacienda, um, crapped my pants, and was like, "Oh my oh. god, I actually taste something other than smoke in this." <laughs> and then I'm like, "I need to know more." And then yeah. I found out, like, "Oh, brands, multiple brands can make cigars at like one factory. I just want anything that's made at this factory with this tobacco." And I just went on a rampage for Agonorsa cigars back in like 2015, 2016, and that really started like the big, big. Uh, my big journey into cigars and then worked in cigars um, 2019 to 2022. And, and then me and Griff launched Griffin Dave last year. Nice. So how do you, when you guys, you know, started, like you said, launched Griffin Dave last year, what, what did those, what are, what did those first few conversations look like or sound like when you're like, Hey, should, what should we let, you know, podcast brands, you know, all the, all the different things that you guys talk through, what, how did the, how did those conversations come about and, and what's, what were some of, you know, the idea processes <laughs> that went into you guys saying, all right, we're going to jump into this. For the record, I, I do have a, a AeroPress trophy, we which is a coffee about. brewing device. If you don't know what an AeroPress is. I As placed says, third. I got, I got hosed. I got hosed. I should have been first. I got third in the Southwest Southeast regionals in 2017. Um, 
G, do you want to take this? I was going to push it to you to hear your thoughts. All right. And Dave can speak for the first time I can be first. Um, <laughs> the conversation I think you, you would probably assume was more, you know, proper. And <laughs> we sat down uh, and like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking the plan is going to be, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Never is. But me and Griff have known each other since college. Um, fun fact, Griff hated my guts the first probably year that he knew me. Uh, I'm a lot more excitable. <laughs> Been great, and I think I just annoyed the hell out of him. Uh, but then he grew to love me, and I him. Um, Griff is always the gentleman. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, we we both uh, were working at Cigar Club for a little over two years. I had left Cigar Club, uh, but but didn't want to leave cigars. Loved the industry, loved all the people we met. Um, me and Griff had both formed an awesome relationship with Hostos at Tabacalera La Isla. Um, back when, man, it must have been a few months after he opened the factory um, that I had the chance to go down there. And uh, anyway, he, when I tell you like Hostos bailed me out of getting out of the Dominican in the peak of COVID, I'm like, the guy bailed me out and wow. got me out of the Dominican in the peak of COVID, um, potentially saving my marriage. So thank you. Hostos, <laughs> uh, anyway, we had this great relationship with him um, and, and Griff knows the op side and the importing and, you know, everyone in the industry loves Griff um, and knows him so well. We were just like, man, what are we like? We want to keep doing cigars together and had such a fun time with all the guys and gals that you see in this chat, uh, making cigars with them, hanging out with them on a weekly basis that we, we didn't want that to die. So um, one day we were like, what if we just made a cigar for our friends? Like, let's just make enough cigars that we can like sell some to our friends and then have some extra that we can just enjoy and smoke. And then we came up with House Blend, um, a good friend of ours, Phil Cruzan, Cruzan brand, check him out, um, did the branding on that cigar and was like, yeah, I'll do it for you guys. I would love to. Hostos was like, I'll make 10 cigars if you want, which if you guys know anything about making cigars at factories, it's like at least a minimum of 5,000. Yeah. But Hostos was like, I, I don't care. I'll put one guy on this project for you all. Just like, tell me what you need. Um, so we did it. It sold out in like a day. And we were like, oh. Okay, I guess, I guess, okay. Uh, and so then we started We started working on Navidad, and we were putting together, um, right before we released the first one, we were like, all right, let's make this legit. You know, signed our papers, Griffin Dave Ventures Incorporated. Um, we're a large holding company in South Carolina. Very large. And, uh, <laughs> very massive. <laughs> very massive. High, high Millions. yields every year. Millions. <laughs> and uh, we're like, let's do it. And um, on, I mean, Griff will say the same thing, but without it's, I mean, obviously it's everyone that buys our cigars, but Hostos doesn't have to make cigars for us. Uh, and the people that print our bands here in Cincinnati don't have to print our bands. And the people that import our cigars don't have to import them. And tobacco farmers that sell Hostos to make our cigars. The list goes on of like why we shouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> um, so when we had the opportunity to, uh, knowing how difficult it is to like itch, etch your name into the cigar industry, that is a bloodline we were like all right we're doing this and um here we are that was a lot better than what i was gonna say <laughs> knocked it out of the park yeah well, thank we you want, for we want you to fill in you know fill in the the fill in the gaps and and color the picture for us griff i mean th there's not much more <laughs> to fill in i mean it's every single my lost interest steve wood joey yoshizimi jason pole uh, sam hopkins i mean 
uh, we to an extent talk to these guys every single day, whether it be them yeah. commenting on Instagram or liking our story or buying, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so Dave's first comment of making scars for friends was like, that's all we really want to do. And um, I personally humbly am saying house blend and Navidad turned out flawless. Navidad was a very fun <laughs> cigar. We wanted to basically capture Christmas in a cigar, if you will, and be out there with that. So the branding you see on the cigar is obviously, you know, Christmas like. Well, and I have to say about Navidad, you know, Dude, that. the yeah. construction, I got a bone to pick with the construction, you know, because it's, <laughs> it know, dips in that one area by a millimeter. <laughs> Bastards. I mean, there, there's that one, there's that one tiny little spot where it's like two degrees off. I Damn, mean, come, Javier. Come no, it's this. It's yeah. beautiful. And, uh, but even, I mean, to your point, it's like Dave and I are currently smoking a, a sample that we had hostess blend for us. And yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's the same tight white ash and you know it'll probably go for another inch or so yeah um but yeah i mean to dave's point that was that was the conception of griffin dave uh, and we absolutely love what we're doing and he and i speak every single day which is unbelievable i mean we have for probably four years <laughs> uh and you know we've got a great relationship and a great you know small but mighty following and we're forever grateful for everybody so, and on the record, real quick, um, yeah. because you're smoking Navidad and we're both smoking a Maduro sample, Nick Malillo from Foundation is like the godfather of Broadleaf, but I'll be damned if Hostos is not the godfather of San Andreas. The, the, what this guy can do with the San Andreas wrapper, the way that he, he has his own process with it, that I won't say, because I don't know if he'd be cool with me saying it, but the way that he can create blends around that wrapper and select that wrapper is better than anyone that I've, that I've ever met in cigars. It's every time he sends us the San Andreas sample, we're like, Ostros, <laughs> <laughs> the hell did you do it. to this thing? <laughs> I love it. And I love the, uh, I mean, I, it's not going to show up on our camera, but I'm, you know, those who have smoked it know the, the artwork on this band is so fun because it's like ugly Christmas sweater kind of, yes. you know, yes. I love, I love that. Exactly. Exactly. And then just in general, like what led you guys down your road of doing like a podcast, IG live, et cetera, all that stuff. When, when you guys got into that, I mean, did it start at cigar clubs where I remember that FA four Fridays yep. at four. That's where most of the people in the chat room are. Um, that's kind of what got me into cigars. When I first got into them a couple of years ago, it was with you guys and watching that every Friday we were on there. It's like, that was the fun, the camaraderie. It was, it was when you weren't, at a cigar shop, you were able to get the same experience just with you guys through social media. And that's kind of what drew me to, um, to you guys channel and whatnot. And got me in the cigar club. And that's kind of, you know, like I said earlier, still have the, the Bible going to church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, there it is right there. So uh, how, how did you guys get in all that? And, and, you know, where's that gone and where are you guys planning going in the future with it? The future question is a really interesting piece of it. Um, okay. We've got a lot of exciting projects coming up this year that were beyond excited it's like if we could release a cigar every week uh, that would be amazing i mean obviously that's not going to happen but um you know back in the cigar club days when dave was there it was it was fridays at four it was just more or less a conversation and obviously booze was involved but um you know we're we're not the experts by any means but we 
gave our opinions. We gave our thoughts on the cigars that we're smoking and we had fun with it. We did palate cleansers and bourbon blinds, et cetera, which, you know, even off camera, we're, we're still doing that. I mean, Dave and I smoked the samples together when we received them from hostos. Um, Obviously, we probably should re start recording some of that because it's it's the same it's the same banter it's the same back and forth it's he's always it could be four a.m. and he's chipper as a clam and and I'm not so much but um, it's the same vibe and so he and I've discussed obviously uh, you know having a Griffin Dave podcast per se I think it really boils down to just a time commitment obviously yeah. we both have full time jobs outside of this and he's got two kids I have zero kids. Um, it's just a time thing. I mean, making content, you guys know it is might be harder very... than making cigars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, with the editing and the that. preparation and yeah. the scheduling of the of the guests, I mean, it is it takes some serious work. Yeah. Um, so we're you know on the social media side of things, Dave is kind of that guy. He is uh, Instagram fiend. He's an Instagram freak. Um. I'm more of the operations guy. I mean, there's some comments that people were, you know, saying I'm waiting for samples and from Dave, and and that is exactly <laughs> right. I mean, he, I have samples myself <laughs> at Dave's house, and he does not ship them. So, more or less, it's kind of morphed into me being the fulfillment and packaging and operations and logistics guy. Uh, we obviously discuss all the names together and and the kind of the design and the identity, if you will, together. But we obviously have our own roles. And it's just, I don't know. You know, we work very, very well together. Obviously, we're 50-50 in this. And um, uh, what's on the horizon? It's well, just look, Chris so fun. Chris 51, that's how we got the name first. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, and what one of the pieces that, um, that I enjoy um, and I know a lot of uh, cigar people enjoy is pairing pairing spirits with cigars um, and I think it can sometimes be um, I mean the as fun as as picking out the cigars can be and finding new blends that you like at different cigar shops uh, bourbons or, or rye or rums can sometimes even be more of a, well, it could definitely be more of a challenge as far as finding, you know, maybe, maybe rare stuff. I think rare whiskeys are even harder to find than rare cigars, um, and definitely yeah. more expensive. Uh, but how did, how did each of you guys get started with, you know, the first time, let's say it, even, even just when you first started with whiskey and then when you first had had a cigar and whiskey together and said man this this i i could i could do this for like my whole life this is great have you ever had a cigar and whiskey together that's a really easy answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's very true um and, and you know we're we have this uh griffin dave pick coming out in april with our new cigar 1202 and i mean for the record we don't make the whiskey we don't do any of the hard part they present us, and by they, I, let me I have the bottle here. Um, this is actually going to be uh, our first release that we're doing with Jared over at the Barrel King. Uh, six and a half year MGP finished in Stag Jr. and Willett Family Estate Barrels. It's uncut, unfilled. It's just the most insane, longest finishing whiskey I have ever tasted. So it was really easy when we were picking them because it's like, yeah, this one, right? Like nobody thinks any of the other ones are even close. <laughs> That's, that's about our role in the whiskey. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's 
I mean, I feel the same way about coffee, about wine, when I'm smoking a cigar with it, everything gets better. Not all the time, but like when it's right, you're just like, I mean, oh, yeah. this whiskey tastes better and the cigar tastes better than they do by themselves. And so, um, honestly, Griff, Griff and Jared um, had a great relationship um, from the Barrel King. And it was just another one of those things where like, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if, if we did a barrel pick? It's like, yeah. It, that would be awesome. Is that possible? <laughs> Chris, like, I don't know. Let's ask Jared. And um, we asked Jared from Subway, and he was like, I mean, if I can come over, anything's possible. Uh, and, and he's like, yeah, guys, I'd love to do it, uh, but would you do a cigar uh, for for it, and we can, like, release it together? And so we were if like, we yeah, actually, I think, I, I think we have the perfect one. Um, I, I don't know when we actually had the first conversation about the cigar 1202 that's coming out. Um, with Hostos, but oh, well over a year ago. Okay. Um, and now the cigar is it's like 18 or 19 months old post roll. Um, and he didn't have a ton of them, but he had enough for what we needed them for. Cause it was something we were doing as like a sample project back then um, for the future of, of Griffin Dave. And this thing is a powerhouse, but, but aged. So it's like not, it's not overpowering. Yeah. And we sent it to Jared and we're like, Hey, here's the cigar we, we think will work with almost everything you have in a barrel, but like just confirm for us. And he's like, yeah, I can do anything because there's nothing too high proof or nothing too bold that, that will outshine the cigar. And he absolutely nailed it. Um, we just got the awesome opportunity of also tasting that and putting our stamp on it. And a couple of the guys in this chat uh, were also part of that pick, nice. which kind of goes back to, again, we're just, we're having a good time and we mm -hmm. want, everyone that's a part of what we're doing to have a good time with us as well. So yeah, yeah the whiskey is, I don't know anything about distilling whiskey. I don't honestly want to, and you, we definitely couldn't have our own whiskey business. I think the but startup you know, cost for whiskey you know companies like 20 mil. <laughs> yeah. You, you know how to drink it. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's an incredible, incredible bourbon. And um, I don't know. I was telling you guys prior to this, it's like 12 it's a well, yeah, technically, it's a bourbon. It's a bourbon. Twelve oh two is obviously an incredible cigar. I'm very excited for people to get it, people to smoke it, and hearing feedback. But uh, the bourbon is just—it's another level. It yeah. is another level. And with the cigar itself, we were going through the blind tasting, and I think Jared sent us maybe five, four or five blends. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. After that, it was a downward spiral for me. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm like, but going into that, I'm like, D, we're gonna guarantee we're gonna pick the most expensive freaking blend here. <laughs> and, <laughs> we did. Sure, sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, we did. And this is a blend he's never done before. Um, so he's super excited. We're probably more excited. And um, now we just need to wait for uh, the first week of April to come. But yeah, the waiting, the waiting. Exactly. Yeah, now, exactly. is this is this a bourbon? Because I've had. Um, I've had some experiences in the past because I I'm 99% of the time drink it neat. Every once in a while, I'll you know put an ice cube Same in there, and because yep. it really changes for me at least, the temperature really changes things. And mm -hmm. I there's actually a couple bourbons that I've had in the past that I didn't love neat, but but on a on a big you know on a big fat ice cube, it actually kind of works. Opens up. Yeah. Have you? Uh, as far as this whiskey that you guys are putting out, is this something that is going to work for the neat drinker and the rocks drinker alike? Yes. 
Yeah, I, I, I personally so, think so. Do you so. disagree, G? No, no, no. I personally oh, think yes, so. I didn't. I, I'm probably ninety percent neat, ten percent on the rocks. And when it's on the rocks, I don't know why I'm putting an ice cube in it, but I am. Um, Same. It, <laughs> you know, it's the first four so neat ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, neat, incredible on the rocks. Opens up, uh, dilutes it a hair. It's 119 proof, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Um, so it is on the higher end of proof points, but. Dave and I both like very complex high end or not high end high proof. Yeah. Long finish. I mean, it's and that's the definition of what this release is going to be. Um, Better than ice, I think is like a little bit of water. And I mean like a few drops. That's yeah. And you have, and, it, yeah. And it's incredible. It's like a different bourbon. You prove it down to like, I don't know what a couple drops does. Maybe one ten instead of one nineteen, or somewhere still North of a hundred. Um, and you get way more complexities. You're tasting yeah. more because you're not hit with as much of that like syrupy, uncut blast. <laughs> the finish well, that, is not as long, but with water, it's great. Syrupy, that, that's a good word because I'm a big texture guy when it comes to cigars and, and whiskeys. I'm a big texture guy. Uh, if I get a cigar where the mouthfeel is really thin and the smoke is kind of wispy, it doesn't really do much for me. And the same yes. is true with whiskeys. If it's, if it's got a really thin watery consistency and it doesn't coat my palate it it tends to i tend to not go back to it so are you guys really into textures like that as well when you when you are both blending you know picking out blends for cigars and picking out uh barrel picks i am at but makes fun of me whenever i say mouthfeel so Uh, i can't really say it (laughs) yeah they've all it's all about how it feels (laughs) he, he I mean, loves how it feels in his mouth so um <laughs> you know it, it's funny because we are we've got very very similar palates when it comes to both bourbon and cigars i would probably say honestly bourbon more so than cigars which is weird to say we but, have the same coffee subscription now too because we have the same yeah. coffee palette yeah okay. um <laughs> damn it now you just threw off my sorry buddy sorry buddy sorry buddy um texture viscosity. uh feels good in the mouth um <laughs> feels good in my mouth yeah uh oh but so when we're smoking through blends together it's we instantly know if this is gonna be i mean and i'm not diminishing you know the quality of the cigar or that it's 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 a bad cigar by any means it's just not the cigar for us um so we're always on the same page with yep this isn't for us um or this could be something and we should figure out what it could be and this is the same on uh, same on the bourbon side. I mean, we both have probably larger collections of bourbon than we should, and I don't know how we got away with it, but we have. Um, but we tend to go back to the same bourbons kind of over and over. It's you know just say out of like a hundred bottles, we go to like the five that we just love. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Joey, I still can't believe Griff likes milk with his cigars. <laughs> that was that was another podcast that just about made me throw up. Uh, I think the question was like, um, does milk go with cigars? And so obviously we had to try it and it does not. So it does not. Um, I was thinking it would though. I was, I was smoking. I think I was smoking the Rodriguez 84 Maduro chocolatey and coffee like Nespresso deep rich notes. And I was like, Oh, this could be like a, maybe like a chocolate milk thing. And it absolutely was not, but no, <laughs> uh, it was horrible. We, we did do a eggnog pairing. Uh, oh. and, and with the, with the right cigar, it's actually really nice with the wrong. Yeah, cigar, you have with, a chance. It's gotta be yeah. a very, it's gotta be a very bold 
cigar because eggnog eggnog basically coats your entire palate. So mm. if it's just like a, a mild Connecticut, it's not going to work. So that, I mean, also that would... exclusively drink light beer, just for the record. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> no, literally, like the only thing we're not snobs about is beer. Like, give me a Bud Light and, and send me on my way. <laughs> that was the thing. Also, Both like beer. House Blend, House Blend was released kind of the latter half of the summer last year. You're kind of just getting into for us. You're just getting into bourbon season, coming out of beer or tequila, getting into higher proof bourbons because it's getting cold. So it is a lighter habano, if you will. When you get into the Navidad, you can drink, you know, the 100 proof, 110, 115 proof bourbon. Um, so obviously, there's ups and downs of is this going to be more full bodied cigar? Is this going to be more of a you know a medium habano, if you will? So yeah. uh, with 1202, it is it is a full flavor. I wouldn't necessarily define it as a full bodied cigar probably medium medium plus at max uh but it pairs beautifully with 119 proof so they both you know talk to each other in that sense and and with the, about to kill uh, me with the 1202 somebody was asking uh can you guys say what the wrapper is on that yet yeah it's a habano 2000 rosada shade um mm. we've used i uh we've Seen used the habano 2000 <laughs> on house blend okay um but this this cigar pre actually even though it's coming out after predates the blending of House Blend, and <laughs> Ho- Hostos had these um, January to December. Uh, Hostos had uh, these uh, darker. They weren't Maduros, but they like were kind of red, and and we were like, oh, what like what is what is this? And it was like super oily. He's like, oh, it's just a Rosada shade of the Bono two thousand. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 what do you mean just? Like, this is, <laughs> just. if this tastes anything like what it looks like, just put this on the cigar right now. I don't, like, yeah. grab a blend from in there, rip the wrapper off and put this on. Like, we have to try this. Uh, and it adds so much of that, like, slick slickness is the word I use for that oh, wrapper. Yeah. It gives yeah. you that, like, oily, heavy mouthfeel. Um, oh. And uh, I think that's, that also makes it kind of tricky to blend with because a lot of times I'm something me and Griff talk about all the time. Like the, the number one, like cigar phrasing that we agree on is like, we love a clean cigar. Like yeah. we don't like any cigar that has like super long finish or leaves you with like more of that, like heavy smoky um, palette. Yeah. And um, that was our biggest fear using this wrapper. And, you know, Hostos and his infinite wisdom is like, well, we just counter it with, you know, Katui binder and we do this this and that we're like oh yeah like that's what we were gonna say but for sure like that would be awesome <laughs> yeah, you, you and, beat me to it. i was totally gonna say yeah, that right and so um there is it's 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 a blend uh, a multi-country blend so there is some nika in there but it doesn't it relies primarily on dominican tobaccos yeah. and the reason is because of how dense and intense the wrapper is mm-hmm. is if we added any of that like nicaraguan especially anything from like esteli that's like more power more strength it was like too much. And you're like, please tell me I don't have to keep smoking this. Uh, So anyway, it's predominantly Dominican and it's got that um, Rosada shade wrapper and it's awesome. I love it. I believe that Sam. And then with, with, you mentioned hostess a lot too in Tabaclare La Isla. So uh, what led you guys to decide on that particular blender and factoring that partnership? And what did that look like? Where did it start? You know, uh, with, is that just in general? Nobody else would make cigars for us. Um, <laughs> Gee, do you want to take this? I've been talking. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a combination of things. Uh, what also I'm lingering. Why am I going to kill you? <laughs> um, well, we were talking about bourbons that we always go back to. 
Never mind, false alarm. I thought I, I thought I secured a um, EH barrel proof, but I didn't. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh. Um, I, I think it's it's a combination of things. I mean, uh, in theory, it should be Griff David Hostos because his <laughs> his, willing, his willingness, his um, his excitement, he's, he's so open. He wants us to grow. He wants to provide the best samples and the best blends he can possibly provide us. We, we, we're just, I mean, we're, we're extremely close. We talk literally every single day, uh, probably 50, 50 personal life versus, uh, yeah. Up and coming releases or, or discussing prior blends or samples. Um, he, he's been just one of the most open figureheads and supporters and, Role models. No, That's a hell of a word, buddy. I know. Don't tell him I said that. But uh, he's he's just been in a nutshell. He's just been so supportive, and it's hard to it's hard to go with anybody else. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, he, he's he's providing us phenomenal blends. He's accessible. He wants to see us grow, and um, he's he's just he's just a solid dude. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to smoke a blend from him that doesn't perform flawlessly, even if you don't like the profile or you're like, eh, like flavor is fine. Not for me. Like you're not going to have a problem with the construction, yeah, which is insane. And he grew up in factories, you know, he's like his uncles, whoever from Quesada. And so he like literally grew up at rolling tables, like watching people yeah. um, critique cigars and all that. And so his QC, his quality control is like you, you go in his factory, you just watch him toss cigars. You'll walk up yeah. to a table. Nope, 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 nope. I'm like, oh, just put those in a bag for me. Do not throw those right. away. I'm still like, in I, I can I that. can deal with the burn issue. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's got no, a little. Anyway. T- it's got a little tiny color splotch, like like oh, uh, a sixteenth of an inch circle <laughs> color splotch. Yeah, I would smoke that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um. So. You guys talked a little bit, you know, that that you've got some uh, a bunch of irons in the fire for this year. Um, as we look kind of broader than just just this year, I mean, what 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 is it that you guys want this to turn into? Are 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 hmm. do, do you guys desire like a national brand that's carried in you know multiple brick and mortar shops? What what are like long term like hopes and dreams that you have? Wow, it's funny. We we just had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Um, are we going to go wholesale brick and mortar? Are we going to stay direct to consumer? Um, I think we're aligned on this G. So I'm going to say it, and then you can disagree. Um, we definitely want to stay primarily uh, direct to consumer, uh, meaning releases are on our website. Yeah. Um, this is where you buy them. It helps us keep our costs to the end consumer lower. Uh, it allows us to use better tobaccos that we want to use and not have to worry about. I mean, by the time you by the time you bring a cigar across the border, I don't know how anybody makes money um, oh. as a small brand. It's really difficult, and so um, this allows us to continue to make more cigars. And we we have a short list. It's about twenty online retailers and brick and mortars that we want our cigars to be in. And when we hit those, we're we're good, and we just want to keep making cigars that people can buy online. But you will be—it's probably span across about those twenty, or probably span across ten or eleven states, yeah. and that'll be where you could walk inside and grab a Griffin Dave cigar. 
Um, never say never. If more people wanted to carry them, we wouldn't say no. Um, it would just be more difficult. Uh, but but that's where we see this going is how do how can we like make more cigars, get them out to people faster? And um, we like, you know, sometimes we're we have a really serious release and sometimes we have one that's like made for the golf cart and you want to have yeah. fun and smoke Griffin Dave cigars. So that allows us to be more flexible nice. uh, to be online stuff. So we're working on a first ever regular production cigar that kicked off last week. Oh, that's, right that's our big goal. Um, yeah. Griff refuses to let me say it, but it's probably 2024. <laughs> um and uh there's going to be one massive surprise um as part of that release that is probably would probably be the biggest you know validating and dream come true kind of thing for both me and griff if it if it goes through that's very cool i love it you know it's it's cool to see and and you guys have have definitely uh you have fans and that's um it's very gratifying. You know, I, I know it has to be for you guys to, to just see people who, um, who actually, you know, first of all, they, they find you because they, they, they engage with you. They like what you have to say. They can laugh along with you. They can learn a little bit from you. And then the next thing, you know, they're, they're following what you're doing. They're enjoying the products that you're putting out and it's, it's gotta be very gratifying. So, so, you know, uh, cheers to you guys, because I, yeah. I think it's a great thing you're doing. Thank you. We'll have to Thanks pay so them much. all after this. So don't worry. <laughs> we already did. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, I have a question for you. What, what? is what? it time? It, it, it might be time. Are you sure? I, I don't Are you guys ready? I don't That's know what you're about question. to do, but I'm, I'm ready for it. It's time. It is now time for this week's <laughs> Numero de los Muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. I'm Steve here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or you're going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy it from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. All right. We lost Oh, we lost Probably had to pee. That's right. Everybody needs a bathroom break sometimes. <laughs> hey, I was just, I was just checking the tire pressure. The just checking it. Yeah, you got to do that sometimes. Can't be too careful. Um, so this is episode 192, and uh, Garrett is in the comments with us. Garrett always does numero de los muertos, but he was kind enough to send me one to do here on the show. So uh, I know I quickly talked to you guys through this, but basically I'm going to give a number and you guys and Justin, along with our viewers, you guys can leave guesses in the comments, are going to play 20 questions to figure out what caused these people to die. The number this week is three. What? Oh, God. 
It's oh, a very geez. typically yeah. typically these numbers are much so this is uh <laughs> three people per year on average die from oh, this. Oh, Only and we, three, and you, my guys, God. and you guys have to guess. And you and it can be 20 questions, yes or no questions to try to break down instead of just going straight for the the guess, you know. I mean, my mind's going in some bad places. So uh, yeah, it, t- it typically does for all our viewers. Oh, yeah. Garrett says, says only three. Garrett ever, says only three ever. ever. It, oh, okay. oh, geez. So that Garrett, makes it even works. tougher. So three people ever mine. are documented to have died from this, and it's not Niagara Falls. And it's not Niagara Falls. <laughs> that's a that's an inside joke. Niagara Falls. Yeah, well, this just went dark. It did. It's, <laughs> this this is the dark segment. And, 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 and Jason, it's not autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, so you know, we've already <laughs> that's Skip Martin's favorite guest, and we've already done that one. Uh, ice fishing. That's why Guy, Garrett Robinson isn't here tonight. It's got to be way more ice fishing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ice fishing. Is it on land or water? Uh, land. Land. Okay. Ooh, I mean, I suppose close. it could be on the water, could but be? it's pretty much on the land. Okay. It's not um, in the. Does it have anything to do with height? With like heights? Nope, heights? nothing to do with heights. It's Damn. not staring at Griff's knees. It is not staring at Griff's knees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, is uh, not, it is not suffocating on an ice cube. Okay. Good, okay. good guess. Does it involve hospitalization? Uh, yes, because I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. This sends thirteen hundred people to the ER every year. Oh, hundred people huh? to the ER every year. That was a damn Ooh. good question. About me. Drinking out of guys, buddy. Hey, great question. Choking <laughs> <laughs> on boba. People per year, and three only have. Dude, choking on boba. That's no lie, Josh. Um, is it accident or illness? That's a good question. Uh, we're gonna go with. Uh. I, I'm, I mean, not illness, so I guess okay. a- accident okay. is closest. Okay. Ac- oh, wow. We'll that say unintentional. Point. Unintentional death. Okay. But 1,300 people end up in the hospital every year from it. Only three have ever died. Yes. Garrett is there any sexual died. relation to how this happened? Um, no. Okay. Good. We can Sorry steer, to disappoint. From that <laughs> no, no, you're not at all. I didn't want to have to go down that rabbit hole. Putting the lit end of a cigar in your mouth by accident. Wait, you no. can't do that? Great guess, but no. You have to guess, though, Steve. Does it involve a vehicle? Ooh. Great question. No. Another one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Choking on erasers. Ooh, nope, not choking on erasers. Okay. Hmm. How many questions are we at now, by the way? Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 11 <laughs> Okay. We'll keep going until we but get. But we it. can. We'll just keep going until we. And I can give. I can try to give more hints if we if we get really really stuck. How about peeing on an electric fence? Peeing, no, not peeing on. Great guess, Skip. Not peeing on an shaving? electric fence. Not shaving. I think. Did I we think already we say could, water is not involved? Water is not involved. Okay. Okay. Is this in a specific geographical location? No. No. So this is Great worldwide. Question. Three people died. I, I would. I would say it's. It could be worldwide, but most likely we can set this in the United States or North America. Most likely. Not being able to poop? Not being probably able to more. Poop. That's probably higher than three. Ooh, yeah, I'm thinking that unfortunately might be higher than three people <laughs> or three people ever. Matt Bennett. I mean, this has got to be like a 
Sometimes it's dark. It's like, a, like a butterfly flies in your eye. And that is, that is, sometimes it's dark and you, you put, put the, the wrong, wrong thing, thing in your noggin. That is, <laughs> that is such a truth bomb, Matt. <laughs> truth bombs. Uh, gobstoppers. Uh, not gobstoppers. And Garrett says it's in the U.S. Maybe. Garrett's so okay. We're going to go with the U.S. Okay. Hey, Allison, sweetie, how are you? It's only in the U.S. Is it specifically in Florida? <laughs> Usually, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Florida, all bets are off. If the if the headline reads "A Florida Man," all does, bets are does off. Does it involve eating something, or is it yes. food related? It oh, involves- this is breaking news. Okay, okay. hold on, hold on. Sound the alarm. Sound the Drew State alarm. okay now we're really honing in on things folks swallowing a bee on your motorcycle uh no but i like i like that call steve that's gonna go in our list of future numero de los muertos (laughs) (laughs) death by lego not lego okay is it a toy uh it is it is food food okay well it's food it's My mind is going to beef jerky. It, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's it comes. Well, I'm not getting an answer out of in that. The, it's in the presence of food. Okay, eating, in, it's not ingesting happening. of food, not but eating not necessarily the food itself. Eating lionfish. I'm giving way too many hints right now. But <laughs> drinking too much water. No. Yeah, because that's water. That's liquid. Yeah. Yeah. I like the lionfish though. Yeah, the lionfish thing. That'll kill you. Lionfish properly. I'll say that it's something that is ingested while eating food that isn't necessarily that. Oh, swallowing your tongue. What? Okay. Uh, What about oh what? Swallowing a piece of silverware. Not hot dog. Too much salt. Not too much salt. Not tapeworm. Tapeworm. Not salmonella. Okay. Not getting stabbed with a fork. They're coming hot and heavy. I mean, the <laughs> guesses are just like boom, 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 eating boom. Your utensil, not eating your utensil, eating, eating live, live squid. squid. No. Okay. Oh, what about it's... choking on your tooth? Mm. No. Tooth breaks loose. You bit into. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> hmm. So it is. It is. Uh, it's something that is ingested unintentionally while eating food. Huh. Eating tinfoil. No. No? Okay. Too much. Ooh, wow, mustard. that's a good one. No. Swallowing Chinese mustard. Piece of a plate. No. <laughs> These are some good guesses. Not Eating the remnants of a Chinese spy balloon. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Um, we were close. So. Three people ever. This has got to be something crazy rare. Oysters. So I'll give another hint. So we already said it's ingesting something unintentionally along with the food choking that you're on eating. Bones? Not choking on bones. But brings 1,300 people per year. The, to the, the food in, in, in virtually <laughs> every one of these cases, the food is cooked outdoors. A skewer. No. Oh. That was a bad guess, buddy. What do you mean? Uh, Dude, I've been I've been hyping you up and I send a skewer <laughs> in and you decline me? Allison, get your head out of the gun. Oh, choking Allison. on a boner. Nope. Not choking on a okay, boner. Okay. Is that mostly done uh, outside? 
Is, is it a certain kind of food? We have a correct guess. Huh? Where, where? It's in Pole. Jason Pole. Grill Brush Brussels. Holy cow. So when you when you Jason, clean up your grill, Jason yep. the little stainless steel bristles on that brush oh. break off and they stick to the grill grate and then they stick to the food and you ingest those. Ooh. And then that's why I about three or four years I ago I stopped using we use brush. wooden ones only. Yeah. yeah, I use the wood <clears throat> that wooden plank looking thing now. Yep. It Mini doesn't work company. as well, but I don't care. I'd rather not die. <laughs> right. so 1300 people. A year yeah, so Garrett says 1300 people a year go huh. to the ER from this. Wow. But oh, only, wow. I've heard this before. There's only three documented cases of death. Huh. That's, well, that's wow. encouraging. Well, Jason, you that's win a gift life. for me that I Damn have to kid. ship to you. <laughs> Is no, that a promise? You're never getting <laughs> a promise. <laughs> That is crazy. What's the craziest uh, like factoid on this episode or on, on this, this segment? Uh, um, what really I blew think, your mind? I don't remember what the number was, but this was one of them early on that Garrett did was uh, when when people are trying to get uh, uh, something out of a you know you put money in a vending machine and the chips get stuck and they yeah. start rocking the vending machine and it falls over on them and kills them oh wow oh <laughs> what yeah i don't remember all for a twinkie yeah all over a twinkie oh that's really that's brutal yeah so that's uh <laughs> it's 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 uh ironically since the beginning of the podcast this has been the most popular Segment, segment. Yeah. i see everybody, why everybody goes uh, and and it's weird because it's morbid and kind of sick uh yeah. but i think i i think people who people who are our people are also a little bit morbid and sick and that means <laughs> that that's from the heart that means a lot to us yeah. so, well there's a lot to be learned as well there is there is a lot yeah we and we 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 can't really do the whole shooting star, the more, you know, thing, because that's copywritten, but, <laughs> but you know, we really do try to raise awareness here on how about that cigar. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing your part. Okay. Yeah. No <laughs> exactly. So that was this week's <laughs> numero de los muertos. All right, let's jump into the lightning round. The lightning round brought to us by J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right, so we're going to go backwards. We're going to start and Dave on this first question. So if you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Holy crap. No pressure. Um, And the camera's on me. Uh, (laughs) If I could hear the the thoughts of... I hate this. Um, <laughs> There's no wrong answers. Mike Tomlin goes Steelers. Wow. So... Don't blink. Cut your eyelids <laughs> off. The standard is the standard. Ooh, I do like Mike Tomlin a lot. So you're not a Bengals fan. 
No, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm, we just moved to Cincinnati a couple of years ago. Okay. So you're not born in real. Okay. It took right. a Steelers fan moving here to give them some hope in winning championships. <laughs> uh, all right, Griff, same question. If you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes. I'm not a big fan of this whole full screen thing. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not. Um, I'd, ha- you know, I don't know my history too well, but I'd have to go with like, some type of president and I don't want to say a particular president cause I could start a whole riot. Um, <laughs> but for the, for the sake of the conversation, George Washington. Okay. Um, just to get his thoughts on this whole presidency thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear you. Like what was it? What was it really like back then? I was also going to say Hitler, but that would also be <laughs> very <laughs> weird. But I find, I find the Holocaust very interesting. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean. It's totally it's very, it's very dark, but um, that would also be quite fascinating. I think. Yeah. You All know? right. So next question, Griff, you're going to go first. Uh, if you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? The whole full screen thing again. <laughs> um, what, would my, <laughs> what would my? What would my? You know, there's a pretty good song although it doesn't qualify for getting in a fight, but I've been jamming into it lately. Um, Sometimes the soft... I Believe by the Jonas Brothers. Oh, that's... That's, I like off. that. I like it. No, I like it because I think sometimes it's funnier. You never know. It's a good song. When you've got a song that is not hardcore and not heavy to be like a fight... Because some of the best fight scenes in movies have been have been like to this soft light light-hearted <laughs> love song kind of music <laughs> See, now this song this topic. song bumps <laughs> if you're on a road trip you're just driving yeah i believe baby <clears throat> i love it dave what about you hey don't hate i'm, on I'm go- brothers, Sam. no i'm going with i'm going with me and g's uh all-time favorite cool kids echo smith oh Ooh. wow okay. Wow, that, many I road trips that, with that's that outside of the box. I like that, which is many like a passive trips. way of yeah. like attacking the bully on the other side of you that you have to get in a fight with. Love it. I will yeah. say those are great answers for both of us. <laughs> this is very intense. I'm, I'm just, I'm a little nervous to be honest. So, should we hit him with the big one, or you want to uh, go to another? I no, I think I think we got to go straight to the zombie apocalypse okay. question. I'm going to attempt to be Garrett tonight. So, um, zombie apocalypse is coming. Zombies are everywhere, right? You got to pick three industry people to be on your zombie apocalypse fighting squad. Who would you pick oh. and why? Griff. Matt Booth, Steve Saka. <laughs> uh, Rainier Lorenzo. Yeah. Oh. Right. That's, three. That's four. I mean, I held up Fantastic answers. Um, Lorenzo is just the absolute goat and his voice i could listen to all day all day so that would call me that would call me down but also scare yeah. people steve saka is just a monster in himself yes i love his cigars you do need to slow and, and matt you, booth and- would not only provide the comedy and the humor 
Well, that's that's all he would provide is the comedy and the humor. The guns. And he's got guns. And he's got guns. When when he and I have calls and conversations, yeah. I just write down statements <laughs> of what he said. And the last call, just for the quick reference, the last call we had together, I wrote down these f- one, two, three, four, five words. The last five minutes of our of our phone call. Techno hooker, Griffidelic, fecal <laughs> sample, pepper <laughs> channel, and Dead Sea Scroll. Okay. <laughs> he used all five of those words in the last five minutes of our phone call, and it was all right. Te- techno hooker and Griffidelic are two of my <laughs> favorite new words. I liked fecal sample. Fecal I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean, it's just this guy's crazy. So those would be my three. <laughs> Garrett called you out. He said you left out your partner there. Oh well, yeah, that's true. That's true. He's already dead. That's okay. That's Uh-oh. all right. Yeah, you assume the other one has died already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that clarity. <laughs> and you just have to outrun sock, is what Jason says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, who's your three picks from the cigar industry? Um, Pete Johnson, because he's actually huge in real life. And Jackson yeah. has tattoos. Um, I was gonna say Rainier because he is really? the Cuban he's the Cuban uh he's like the mm-hmm. Cuban mafia guy. Mm-hmm. Like his voice, you're like, all right, whatever, whatever this guy wants, we make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and Griff Howie. Wow. Oh, those are those are you. those are my three before Garrett spoke. I can't provide much, you know. Uh, whatever the word I'm looking for, yes. <laughs> but I'd well, have your back. Well, you d- just remember, you don't have to outrun the zombies. You just have to outrun the guy that you're with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like That's a great question. New uh, cigar name there. Yeah, if yeah. you could outrun, you just have to outrun the techno hooker. <laughs> and they're they're in those really tall heels, and it's pretty easy to outrun. Oh my them. God, you know, crazy. All right, let's uh, let's get into notable smokable this week, uh, and always notable smokable brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so, guys, each week we name a cigar on the show that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that maybe we tried for the first time in a long time, or it could be a cigar that's brand new to the market that we tried for the first time ever. Uh, so, Dave, let's start with you. What was something you smoked recently that really stood out to you? Change No doubter. Don't, don't, don't say no. the same one I'm going to do. No, no <laughs> doubter. Damn no it. doubter. I'm put, this is my top three. It's going in my top three all time ever. Uh, is the 2022... Or Lirio Rojo. That's oh. probably the best cigar I've smoked in the past three years. Easily. I really enjoy that cigar. I haven't had it's one. It's perfect. In the a new while, one. I really enjoy the new that one. one. Nice. And Griff, they say you can't say Cuba Cuba, so sorry about that. Yeah, Cuba Cuba would not be on the list, unfortunately, <laughs> for those. Cuba not Cuba after they came out I mean, with Sweet James, James, baby. There, but, you know. <laughs> um, notable for me, Lirio Rojo 2022 was was going to be my answer, but I won't copy him. Um, I'm looking at my phone because I document the cigars I smoke. I do the same thing. Um, That's how I come up with my notable every week. Is I look at my yeah. picture. <laughs> I, you know, I was very, very impressed with um, Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Oh, specifically, yeah. Specifically in the Grand Corona size. It's, I'm a massive Broadleaf fan, and to me, that cigar in that particular size of Robusto is phenomenal as well, but the Grand Corona is just a, an amazing cigar, um, yeah. and that would be that would be my choice. 
Excellent choice. Uh, Justin, what do you have? This I week? haven't had a lot with this whole sickness thing going on. I had a couple <laughs> things, but the, the one that I had yesterday was a Terra Nova dark fired Kentucky. Yeah. That mm. one, that one I like because it was good because it was pretty good. I mean, the, I, my taste is off, but it was good. For, mm. with the coffee well, the yesterday. reason, the reason I like that one is because sometimes the, the fire cure tobacco, yeah. it's too much. Right. That one's yeah. really subtle. It's, it's subtle and it okay. has cream in yeah. it still too, almost like a Connecticut still, but it's got yeah. that little, little extra. Yeah. It's subtle. It. They, they've dialed it yeah. way back, yeah. but it's just enough where you get that kind of hickory campfire thing, but yeah. it's not too much. I, yeah, I, I like that. It's a good pick. Justin, did you smoke the uh, Casa Cuevas Sangre Nueva? Yes. Because it has a sliver of KFC. Yeah, in it, 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 yeah. It, 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 that was it's, a little secret ingredient they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yep. that one yeah. also, it's dialed back. It's yeah. just a yep. little bit, mm-hmm. so not yep. too much. Great uh, Mine was, so they, they, so this is what I'm not sure about with this cigar. The the Amazon Basin and Yeho. So it's a, it's a new cigar, and it's supposed to be a new blend of the Amazon Basin. I'm just not too sure if, and I'm not calling them, out on this i'm just saying i'm not sure because these cigars arrived in stores and the boxes are different than the old original amazon basin but the cigars are in this cellophane that is deeply deeply brown Mm. and this is i would think okay maybe it's just this one shop got some you know uh, too much humidity in their humidors. Nope, I've seen it in multiple shops. These cigars have deeply colored cellophane. And I'm wondering, maybe these cigars, these Amazon Basin, are just left over from the first production run, and they've been in the aging room all this time. I doubt it, but I, I just don't hmm. know. But anyway, I smoked it uh, within the last 10 days. Um, and I it, it really did remind me of, because I love that first release of the Amazon Basin, like... Uh, Back in I don't know 2014 or 15 something something like that, and I really enjoyed that, and it was a really nice cigar I had had recently. So, and if you need me to return the underwear borrowed and stretched out, page me. <laughs> I am. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. I'm scared. Uh, maybe we'll find um, out. TV I will have my people call your people because <laughs> I that idea. that whole that whole phrase <clears throat> scares me and. Yeah, there's something I, he's not telling us. Yeah, there's definitely well, there's yes, yeah, there's yeah. definitely something we don't know about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, sorry, that was uh, this week's notable smokables, brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. Uh, so we have some coming attractions to let you guys know about here on How About That Cigar, and those are brought to us by AJ Fernandez. A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, <clears throat> Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. Uh, so, as we may have mentioned early in the show, if the weather cooperates... We we'll will see. be at the TPE trade show this week. We're supposed to fly out on Wednesday morning, <laughs> 7 a.m. We've gotten lucky before, so hopefully we'll get yeah. that break and the, the tarmac will be clear and we're good to go. Yeah. Fingers and crossed, and guys. If you <laughs> see us there, then that's yeah. because yeah. the weather cooperated. If you don't, then sorry, we'll see you next time. <laughs> um, and then uh, following that, next Monday night on the 27th, we have none other than Mr. 
Jeff Borshowitz from Corona Cigar Company and Florida Sun Grown Tobacco for another appearance on our show. Uh, Griffin, Dave, if you guys would please give our viewers and listeners an idea, where is the best place for them to keep up with everything you guys have going on? GriffinDave.com. At GriffinDave. Google GriffinDave. Uh, yeah, Griffin, <laughs> at GriffinDave and GriffinDave.com. We will soon have more cigars on our website for sale. Um, we're, we're playing catch-up right now, which I guess is a good thing. In the next like two months, you guys will see two or three more releases hit the site. And uh, honestly, the, the biggest and best thing you can do is follow us on Instagram. Um, that's what we update every day and let you guys know uh, when new things are coming. That's just at Griffin Dave on Instagram. Nice. Play well, I, I can't thank you guys enough for being on the show tonight. We thank had you a guys. blast. We can't and thank you guys. This was awesome. This was a yeah. lot of fun. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait to see you live. Uh, you know, one of these days, probably at PCA this summer, if not sooner. Yeah. Oh, we need to make a trip. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, and, and if you guys are ever up in Minnesota, don't come to Minnesota now. I just mean <laughs> when it's nice well, in Minnesota. Yeah. Because yeah. when it's nice in Minnesota, it's really, really beautiful. But don't come here now. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much. This was a blast. Really appreciate the support. So much fun. And uh, enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely. Loved it. it Thanks awesome. so much. Uh, viewers and listeners, guys, thank you so much for being the best part of How About That Cigar Live. We thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook and YouTube. If you guys have questions for any of us, please email us on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Make sure to follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks, guys. Peace. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.